everyone welcome back to blacker couch reviews i'm your host christina we are back for another episode of mind hunter this is season one episode eight story by aaron levy teleplay by aaron levy and jennifer haley directed once again by andrew douglas i gave this episode an 8.6 out of 10 i like this episode a lot i felt like it's uh back on track to the pace that i'm used to from the first few episodes uh and poor ford he's learning that his instincts can lead to some (laughs) some heartache for his professional and personal life ford is also a lot uh you know he is you know, I would, would love to to know more about his mother. I thought we were going to get something about that because he said he had a good relationship with her and yet he doesn't mention her at any time. So either he's hiding parts of his own childhood uh, from the audience or maybe I'm thinking too hard into that. <laughs> I'm not sure. But he is definitely coming from an, a place of insecurity he also uh has to be on some type of i mean he's just he's never he's relentless and it is what endears him to people but it is something that they have to deal with in regards to interacting with him because he's you know he's a little bit uh overwhelming sometimes with his uh feelings so we didn't get no dentist in minutes this week and i was kind of sad about that <laughs> i was like oh i was getting real used to this continuing story and i was like no what innocuous uh dennis the menace thing are we gonna see this week is he gonna be taking a shit but no we got nothing we open instead with holden being invited to speak at an elementary school by the principal roger wade uh it is unfortunate that this principal bringing the fbi and holden in particular to the school to educate children would then lead to his own um his own demise as far as his career he is told that he can't say things like pyromania or deviant or what was the other one uh torture because the kids won't understand what that means and then they'll go home and have nightmares and parents will call the next day like what the fuck are you telling my kids they're only like eight (laughs) which i thought was a fair point like kind of dumb this down a little bit but still give them the good message and it was an important message to learn and he says just show them your badge as well you know that's pretty much what's going to impress them the most so holding goes in and he does his best to try to explain the behaviors they're looking for people being mean to their pets this one little girl said my brother throws rocks at our dog get out of here you meanie (laughs) see i would have considered that concerning behavior because why the fuck are you doing that (laughs) (laughs) that's supposed to be a part of the family what's up with this why are you attacking your own pet but alas uh that's not anything that's gonna fly on anyone's radar and he ends up just showing them uh the badge and that's the one thing they're most interested in 
he's thanked for coming and says he'd like to do it again when another teacher janet ebner approaches him and says yeah you was talking about some of that disturbing behavior and she looks at principal wade who has a you know who's talking with a little girl with his hands in her hands and so i'm like oh lord (laughs) and she says let's go to the teacher's lounge because we need to keep this conversation private despite uh complaints to the school board even going to the police parents being concerned nothing has been done about the fact that principal roger has been tickling children particularly in the feet and giving them nickels afterwards in lieu of disciplinary action and this is something that ford feels very much on edge about since he just had a single interview with one foot fetish brutos jerry brutos Holden discusses going to Oregon with uh, Bill, but Bill's like, nah. Later, bitch, get fucked. I had my mental breakdown at home. Things are going on with the kid. I'm not going back to see that guy. He triggers me. And there's a list on Holden's desk of candidates that they are looking to hire because they need someone who's all who's going to be able to transcribe but also be able to go out in the field uh Holden has already looked over the list and has given everyone a fat no even though the list is like sky high (laughs) he's like you need to tell Wendy so he puts a note on top of the pile that says no and says no let's go to oregon bill's like look you can call me all the names you want but i'm still not going and you're also being an asshole for calling me all of these names like i shouldn't feel the way i feel and thus he goes by himself he comes up with a new method of questioning brutos which is allowing him to talk about the killer as if the killer is not him he also ingratiates by giving him a cigarette and allowing him to fix the tape recorder because that's something he's good at or maybe he really didn't know how to work the tape recorder it is holden so (laughs) i'm not sure how much of that was contrived or not and basically he gets a lot more information out of brutos than they did the first time by allowing him to you know disassociate with the the murders that these girls just all happen to run into him they all happen to be models you know the first girl she wouldn't have died if she just took if she just took the pictures but he enjoyed the fact that she was playing along he's always had this fantasy as a child even as early as eight or nine of having women at his mercy so there is some type of uh idea around actual torture of his victims and then the the foot fetish thing is the sexual aspect of him but he does want the women in a in a submissive unable to um fight or talk back because they're dead (laughs) He also strangles them from behind or attacks them from behind because he doesn't want them to to see him. I believe that's also a it could be a sign of shame or remorse. 
but don't quote me on that i'm just quoting other shows that i've watched (laughs) so um this is very disturbing for him he even comes out and says you know i used to fantasize about girls too and then when he gets back he wants to talk more about the conversation and he completely makes the correlations between him and uh the 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 principal there that's the word i was looking for but no one is very interested in him going after someone who has nothing but a clean clean record he's been teaching for 15 years and no one seems to do anything about it but he's that's what he's upset about is that there are parents they're concerned it's a behavior that isn't or shouldn't be done by someone that is not a family member and worse you're pacifying at the end by giving the money and then these children are going to the corner stores and bringing you know coming home eating candy and shit and like what the hell (laughs) all of this without the parents permission and it's also a, a you know they're trying to downplay it but they're well the male figures definitely are trying to downplay it but the females are they're uncomfortable it doesn't feel right to them it should it's something they just want to stop and the fact of it is everyone has asked him to stop and instead of just stopping a behavior that causes a little bit of a ripple effect he seems to be doubling down on the positive experience for the children when he tickles them i'm michael jordan stop it get some help i believe that's what holden was doubling down on he does come home and discuss it or not home he goes to debbie's and discusses it with her she tells him a story about uh your children being pinched and then everyone found out much later and he got to retire that he was pinching people in other places and no one was none too really happy about that and they call it escalating behavior it's a compulsion right when you can't stop it and you're justifying it that's where i think he got stuck on it's like okay i get what you're trying to say and why you did it can you just stop and even one of the teachers was like look i don't want to be uh i don't want to get anyone in trouble i hope this doesn't come back on me i just don't know why he doesn't stop i wish he would just stop uh there's another teacher that is interviewed and she has nothing but glowing references for him but she's very young and impressionable and also thinks the other two women are just old (laughs) and crabby and she doesn't seem to like them whatsoever busybodies is what she calls them but i i think they are not wrong to think that such a behavior is odd to the point that he actually pays them for it. like that seems to also be a, a stickler like why give them money and he even gives an example of this kid that broke or had sprained his ankle or he said he did they took him to the nurse he started doing this little piggy the kid laughed everything was fine i don't understand the big deal <laughs> that is a big deal the big deal is that parents don't like you doing it and thus it needs to end that's the that's the uh and would have been the beginning middle and end of the story he goes to the police station 
and talks to the guy that he filed the report on and he said look i investigate crimes i don't see any crime that has been committed and uh he brings the report back to bill who also is saying this is not really our jurisdiction yes we are studying for predictive behavior but we're not there yet we don't have that authority yet and yet holden goes back to this town and pretty much utilizes that authority by taking decisive action after interviewing a few parents a particular one parent that does not know what they should do they're even considering suing at this point because everyone's concerns are being ignored he then confronts uh for uh yeah he confronts roger himself in his office and tries to use the fbi as um leverage to make him stop or it's gonna get bad for him but uh he really doesn't have that type of weight to be throwing around and it puts the fbi in a particular spot now he's also feeling really testy because they were interviewing this black guy that both bill and wendy seemed to like very much as he was explaining how he got a ku klux clan member to basically throw his whole fucking uh defense when he (laughs) went to the girl's the the girlfriend and draped his arm (laughs) by her (laughs) that sounds like some tricky ass shit and i like it but instead shepherd brings them greg smith and pretty much uh right away ford knows this is a spy for shepherd he's never brought he's never even came down here he clearly wants this guy hired they interview him wendy's like call me doctor bill had that look on his face uh-huh honey they question how he was raised he's religious has two children and uh after the interview they're like well why not but holden is very much against it he's like he's a spy which turns out he was absolutely right he talks about his instincts a lot in this episode and yet they are all uh correct at the end uh (laughs) which must make him feel some type of uh frustration as he is still limited in his capacity to really act on said instincts uh greg i didn't like greg (laughs) the way he was hazing him though jesus he definitely gave all of the more uh disturbing details of kemper's stories he even had him listen to some tapes to try to horrify him to being scared off and uh bill's like what are you trying to do man (laughs) bill is trying to also caution him like look you gotta give this shit up with the superintendent or with the principal but instead uh when they're driving back he does make a statement greg is like why don't we just tell him to stop we're the fucking fbi and he takes that right into his mind and walks into i believe what greg smith set him up and then the next thing he knows he comes into work and he's being called into the principal's office oh dear we are in trouble 
he gets chewed out by shepherd while greg is in the room so he talked about i ran into him in the cafeteria like you know what you did bitch like how did he find out oh you ran into him in the cafeteria sure sure and then you needed to be here this entire time while i was chastised and then told that if you want a career at the bsu don't follow holden he then goes and then the dude just stood there he's like what do you expect me to say to you right now i really want to just bitch smack you in the face he then goes back downstairs and both wendy and bill are not pleased with him either because he didn't talk to them about it and that his actions reflect back on them he tries to make a case by referencing bill's son and how he would feel but bill says look i would have told the man yes angrily to get his fucking hands off the children but i also wouldn't have done what you did and you need to stop using the what was going on as a justification by your un for your unprofessional behavior which that was fair the whole debbie of it all ugh it's just so irritating and i can get her perspective of it but also um i could get his <laughs> or maybe i just i'm not interested actually in this episode i was so team debbie for the most part it's like you keep coming over my house you just show up you know someone gave me a ride home you're like who's patrick who's that guy so you start acting jealous she's telling you to stop you then come over she says i'm studying you need to go you can't because he's like will you let me in he's like i, I really need to do my to oh I'm, you're just gonna let yourself in sure all right uh i need you to be quiet oh you can't not be quiet or you can't be quiet <laughs> and then you automatically want to start talking about your case because that's what you really came over for and uh it goes back to patrick and his jealousy and she says once again with her face not smiling need to back the fuck up off of this he then goes to hit the the blackout event that she invited him to and he finds her in a bit of a compromising position <laughs> with patrick which causes which causes him to walk out he is furious because he knows that there's something not right but it's also controlling right you letting yourself in the house you know you you start touching her feet in the bathtub and the, i mean it's just it's kind of kind of feels like they have a weird power dynamic going on and he's like next time you need a ride you call me no one else can take you home also i need to to tell you about how you should she keeps calling him dad uh yeah it just needs to end it needs to end i'm not interested at the end of the episode uh he receives a call from the superintendent telling him that wade is pretty much going to be let go because he stays firm with his convention convictions like i can't tell you to fire him but i'm not saying this can't like i can't say that this won't lead to escalating behavior and he's like that's all i needed to know and it's over everything that he had wanted to accomplish he ended up accomplishing but look how look how it isolated and alienated everyone around him 
so i thought it was a really good episode for holden in particular because we have been focused a lot on bill and his situation and ford has uh, been for the most part cruising by in his emotional turmoil in this episode we're really getting the spotlight of how this is actually affecting him and that will conclude this podcast of mine hunters if you want to send feedback on the next episode blackercouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment on this podcast my social media will be will be below remember to like share and subscribe until next time peace hair grease and blacker magic